Hello, welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I'm your host, A Fox. This is our third season officially November 13th, which is my birthday. I'm sorry I didn't give you guys a show last week, but I had too much fun on my birthday. And let's just say my voice wasn't here to talk to y'all, but today I'm here to talk my shit. We got so much to catch up on. And thank you for listening for the past two seasons and two years. I could never, ever express how much that I appreciate you, all my listeners, everybody who gives me feedback every week. I love it. I thank y'all. Thank you so much for believing in me. And thank you for letting me talk my shit. Okay, let's start it off. I want to send my condolences to the family and loved ones of Memphis rapper Young Dolph. He was gunned down this week. Um, I'm not too privy to his music. I'm not even going to act like I was like a hardcore fan. I did know that he was heavy into ownership. I knew that he had some issues with Yo Gotti and Black Youngster, because they're all from the same city. Well, from Memphis. I don't know if, you know, it's an Atlanta situation where everybody's from Atlanta, but they're from a different place. But um, they're all from Memphis. And he actually was murdered going to a small business that he always goes to whenever he's back there. I think it's called Makita's Cookies. And he was there last week, and he came another week. I mean, this week, and he was killed in front of it. We have lost so many rappers this year, you know, to, to a lot of things, a myriad of things, to health, to, to gun violence, to overdoses. We've lost so many rappers, it's not even funny. And it's, and he was 36, we're the same age. It's, it puts a lot of things in perspective. Um, he always used to ride around and bulletproof vehicles because he really always thought that he was a target. He always had a price on his head of some sort that he he was always very verbal about. And he he did a lot of things for his community. I heard that apparently some workers, what store was it? They were playing Young Dolph music and they got fired from their job. And he heard about it and put them on stage at, I, I think, Rolling Loud like a couple years ago and gave them both $20,000 each. You know, his heart was definitely a, a pure one, it seems. They've already found the, the vehicle of the people who shot him. So it was a white Mercedes Benz. That is a very ostentatious vehicle to drive in the middle of, you know, killing a famous rapper of your town. That's really weird to drive something just so easy to see, it's so easy to spot. It's not innocuous at all. Um, they found the car. I don't think they found the, the culprits yet, but if they found the car in due time, this actually might be a solved case. Like, a lot of the rapper cases go, go unsolved. This might be a solved murder very soon. I hope so, for the sake of his family. Um, and even at his memorial, they said there was a shooting at his memorial. It's it's a lot of violence, man. And I feel like this happened with Nipsey. Like, Nipsey was in his store, in his hood, when he was murdered. 
And this is why people always tell celebrities or somebody who made it famous, you don't have nothing to prove coming back to the block. The streets don't love you. I remember in the coldest winter ever, I believe her father said, you could walk up and down these streets your whole life and they'll still not know your name. You know what I'm saying? The streets don't know you. Streets don't care. And if you got to come back home to feel like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't sell out. And this is what happens when you come back home. It's just, it's really disheartening, man. Like you can't, you can't even do anything for the sake of your community. Back in the day, if you made it out and you came home, they protected you. They protected you when you was on your way out the door. Could nothing happen to you. If you played ball, they would make sure you stayed playing ball. Back in my day, I'm just saying. I know I sound old, but fuck it. If you play ball, okay. Make sure he go to practice this, that, and the third. Don't let him get caught in no street shit. Don't sell him no drugs. Don't let him sell nothing. This nigga's going to play ball. Let it happen. This girl is going some places. She got a scholarship. Don't let her do this. Don't let her do that. You know what I'm saying? We used to look out for each other. Our neighborhoods used to look out for each other. Now, it, people don't give a fuck. Apparently, somebody shot back at whoever shot at Dolph. So I don't know who that nigga is, but you a real one. Um, but it's it's really sad. A lot of celebrities voice their condolences. He had two kids. I believe he had a wife. And she said that she didn't know how to tell her children that their father's gone. And how do you have that conversation? And apparently he owned like a hundred properties. I don't know how true that is, but I did hear. Even though I don't know his music, I have heard Young Dolph owns a lot of stuff. He owns a lot of real estate, so that's huge. But um, rest in peace to him. Rest in power, Young Dolph. And other terrible news. But it's not like we didn't see it coming. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. This is going to be my only time speaking on it because I honestly just, I can't stomach this type shit anymore. And I know it's, it's what's been going on for 400 years. I get it. It doesn't make me any less upset. That's just what people have to understand. He's acquitted on all charges. They said it was self-defense. Why? He killed three people. Mind you, he's not even from that city. He's from Wakosha, Winosha or something. And went two city, two state um lines, passed through two state lines for the AR-15 and killed three protesters. They're white, but they, they were protesting in, in the name of us. Killed, no, he killed two and badly injured one. Now they're saying, mind you, the trial, they say it's a fair trial. First of all, it was very speedy, because I know people who still ain't seen, they tried date and they've been locked up for four or five years, free tax. But this kid here is just, he got his little speedy trial. The judge over here let him select the jury. He started fake crying with not no tears in his ugly ass face. And the judge was on his side the entire time. They, he didn't want the protesters to be called protesters. I believe he wanted them to be seen as the, you know, the the um, race rioters that they were and didn't want to humanize the protesters, but wanted to humanize Kyle Rittenhouse instead of him being a murderer not only premeditated going over there to shoot people because you're not just going over there with an assault rifle. The fact that you're 16, 17 with an assault rifle makes no sense, but whatever. He didn't even get charged for the crime of having a assault with a deadly weapon and being underage. That's unrefuted. He was 17 
with an assault rifle. That is literally him breaking the law. Yep, he got found not guilty of that as well. So he went, they considered him to be a child with mental health issues. Meanwhile, the Ahmad Arbery child is just going on and it's like disgusting the new details that's coming out. Everything that they're saying. If there's one black juror on that, I'm just so tired of them playing in our face. I'm just so tired of the fact that that little fucking dickhead could go and kill three people and get off scot-free and there are people in jail with not even a little bit of evidence and they they damn they can't get out and it's not even them who did the crime and julius jones there was so many things that happened this week when it came to court julius jones he was he had an alibi. His mother said he wasn't there. Apparently, another man said that he killed the person that Julie Jones was is on death row for. Took them forever, but 24 hours before, they granted him a stay of execution. But here's the kicker. For this day of execution, he can't apply for parole or probation, so he has to spend the rest of his life in prison for a crime everybody knows he didn't commit. So, basically, you're not going to die today. You're just going to die in jail. Where's the fucking justice, man? <laughs> like, why do we really never get the fucking justice? We don't. Kyle Rittenhouse is free. <laughs> George Zimmerman, free. And it's crazy. Trayvon was a thug, and all he had on was on it was Skittles and the Arizona and the hoodie. You know? Central Park 5, Corey Wise, Antron, Raymond Santana, Fucking Yusef Salam, I'm missing one. Um, Kevin Richardson. You know, it's like all these people. They was they was five kids who was in Central Park, and they was called rapists and thugs and wilding out and all this extra shit, and they didn't even do anything. They didn't do nothing. You know, and it's like they had to spend years in jail. Corey Wise wasn't the same after that. They had to spend years in jail. Just for this to happen and they get they get free off of one man who said, Oh, I did that a long time ago. One person did that. Y'all y'all ruined five kids lot. Five of them, because they was black and brown. Five of them. And this little motherfucker, this weasel looking nigga, gets to fake crown on stand and live the rest of his life unscathed. Man, that shit, that shit cooked my grip. Like I was, I was fuming. And the sad part was I wasn't even a little bit surprised, but I was still just highly upset. Like I couldn't understand how the fuck this happened. How? You know, like America with three Ks, dead ass fucking country man um dag i just got a number of bad news for everybody um so astro world so that's travis scott's music festival i just wanna i'm gonna dwell on certain parts of this as well so he had a music um festival in texas where he's from and there's always a billion people there because a billion people fuck with travis scott when drake on stage you know, everybody showed down in the shade room. Seemed like it was a good show. A couple hours later, 
It's reports that about 15 people going to cardiac arrest, people were trampled, people were passing out, and then nine, eight people were dead. Eight people. That was like last week, like like a week and a half ago. Eight people dead now. It's like, oh shit, eight people, what the fuck happened? Now, and then in, in the midst of eight people dying, there was like a 14-year-old or, how, how old was that child? He was a child, though. I think 14 was a stretch. He was probably like a good nine, ten years old. And he was trampled. He was on his father's shoulder. And he I guess he fell. I don't know what happened, but he was brain dead and then he just died. So it's a lot of people trying to find who to blame. And I've been to a festival before. And don't get me wrong, my heart's go out to everybody who lost somebody. I'm not trying to be insensitive at all. I've been to a festival before just to see um, Daniel Caesar. Because if you know me, I, you know I love Daniel Caesar. And it was like $125 for one day. And it was a it was a field. It was a huge field in on Randall's Island. I went with my cousin. And it was packed. But it was like 3 o'clock. But it wasn't too bad. Like I knew once the Migos was supposed to come that day, it was going to be flooded. And the time I went, it was pouring, it was raining. Daniel Caesar came out, everybody was excited. As soon as he finished, I left. It was not for me. It wasn't. I can't, I like more intimate places, intimate concerts. So for me, I prefer like something like SOBs, you know, even even something a little bit more small than SOBs, but SOBs works for me too. But some even a little smaller with candlelights, I can snap my fingers like Lauren Hill and D'Angelo, some some fly shit like that. I can't really do arenas no more. Like I don't want to do Barclays. I don't want to do um Madison Square Garden. All them people. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if I just don't like being around a gang of people. I just never really like that whole proximity of festivals because people push and they trying to get all the way to the front. It's like, why are you trying to get to the front? You like the motherfucker trying to get off the plane? mad fast when you just landed. I just don't understand it. And I just knew it wasn't for me. It's not my crowd. So for me, my question is, and they were saying how Travis actually was asking somebody if they're okay because somebody passed out and he said somebody passed out. And so you're okay, whatever. And he stopped the show at some point, but they had to stop it because people, somebody died. Like people were dying down there and they didn't realize that. So with that being said, and I remember seeing Michael Jackson, not, I never went to a Michael Jackson concert, but I remember seeing footage, Michael Jackson concert, motherfucker straight passed right out. Every time they saw him, they, they just passed out. They couldn't believe they was in his presence. Shit, they do that at Beyonce concert. So, my question is, who's really the person to blame in all this? Like, because I see Travis Scott directly being blamed, but he's the performer. And don't get it twisted. This is his show. This is his festival. This is something he does yearly. But I feel like that's more so in the hands of the insurance company of whoever's throwing the concert. So I think Live Nation, I'm not saying it's at fault, but I'm just saying the responsibility, I feel like, might lie on them and not Travis Scott, the artist himself. Um, he's he's up to like uh, I think the lawsuits are totaling like two billion dollars already, like two billion dollar lawsuits because people went into cardiac arrest, ten people died, people were trampled, people were maimed, they hurt something, 
it was fucking chaos. Where was security? And they were showing how security, like 30 minutes after like people was dying, security was chilling just on the side. Like, I don't know. I don't think the artist is to blame, to be very honest. Like, I feel like, yes, it's his show, but the thing that's supposed to be in place, is that all on him or is that all on the company that he worked with to put this shit together, to manifest it? And Travis got super young. He's a young kid. So, like, not super young, but he's under 30, you know? So, and he got a baby on the way. So, it's it's a lot on him. And he seems very remorseful and sad about what happened. But, again, I don't think it was purposefully. purposely you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like it, it was an, a tragic, unfortunate event. And of course, people are gonna sue. You you gonna have to sue if somebody dies. Like somebody's gonna figure out how much this is going to cost. You know how much I gotta sue you for because lives were lost, lives are taken. But I also feel like a lot of the concert goers, you gotta put the blame on yourself too. Why would y'all trampling people? You know why? Why are you just running to the point where you walking on the person? You didn't feel like you was walking on somebody. Like people gotta hold themselves accountable too. Why the fuck was y'all causing other mayhem and anarchy? And they say that Travis Scott literally promotes raging at his shows. So if he says rage, y'all, they just fucking rage. And I don't. I'm too old to know what that means. Um, I grew up on Jay Z. And Jada Kiss and Fab and and Big Daddy Kane and they were people that rage wasn't required. It was more, definitely a cool bankhead bounce or a, a little shoulder move. You know, it wasn't nothing that required raging. I don't. That's not in my ministry. But still, rest in peace to those people who lost their lives. A lot of young people. You know, just going to a concert and then make it home. And that's why it's very important, youngins, when your mother say you can't go nowhere, don't go. Sometimes that shit don't end up the way you think it might. Um, In other news, so I just want everybody to know, full disclosure, I'm completely obsessed with The Harder They Fall. I'm so obsessed with it. It's not even funny. I've watched it six fucking times. Yo. That shit is amazing. It is amazing. Um, and they had a little pop-up appearance about two weeks ago um, in Little West 12 where SDK is and everything else. And it had, like, the little city. And me and my mother, and I'm D from Brooklyn. She's been on the show before. And Fresh, um, he's been on the show, too. We all went because, like, we really liked the movie. I was I told them, watch a movie, watch a movie. You love it. They loved it. They went. Um... I got to fucking lasso something in like a cowgirl. And it was just like all the shit that was in the movie, it was like up there just in New York City. I love my city. So the movie's basically based on two guys, Nat Love and Rufus Buck. In the beginning of the movie, Nat Love is a small child whose parents are murdered in front of him and he receives a, an, a cross in his forehead from the man none other than Rufus Buck. Right? So, Nat Love grows up, and Rufus Buck was in jail, and now he is going to be free, so he wants to kill him, you know, just to avenge the death of his parents now. Right? Pretty cut and dry. Till you see the ending. That movie's so fucking good. 
It's so fun good. So it has Idris Elba as Rufus Buck. Nat Love as Jonathan Majors. Who's smoking everything? Lovecraft Country, he smoked that shit. When he's Kang and Loki, he smoked that shit. He smoked the Five Bloods. He smoked the Last Man. If Jonathan Majors is in it, that shit is getting smoked. That role is his. Same thing with Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith is in it. He's Cherokee Bill. All right? Cherokee Bill isn't a likable nigga, but it's something about the way he plays that role. And apparently, during that role, Lakeith Stanfield said he was very, very sad and depressed, and he was struggling with alcoholism. He drank every night. And he said, um, what you see in Cherokee Bill's eyes is sadness. And I promise you, you can't act that. That nigga looked visibly fucking... What's the word? It's not disturbed, but he looked like... It, it, he just did look like it was a lot of pain in there. He looked like it was agony in there. It, it, it looked like he was fighting demons. Every time he looked. Like, he looked sad, but his eyes looked sad, but his face looked fine. But it was just something inside him. You could see it. You cannot act that. You know what I'm saying? He said he's six months over now. Cool. Zazie Beach from Atlanta, just like Lakeith Sanfield's in it. Delroy Lindo. You know, that's supposed to be my father. If I got a show about my life, the top three is Denzel, Clifton Powell, and Delroy Lindo. He's in it too. Um, Regina King put her foot in that role. Sis? Sis? Fucking treacherous, truly? She did her motherfucking thing. Okay? Dion Cole from Blackish is in it. He was Wally Esco. Then you got... Um, what's my guy? My guy, Beckworth. Um, he's like the fastest gunman, whatever. Him and Cherokee Bill, he always wanted to out, outshine Cherokee Bill. And what's my other guy? The guy, oh man, the, well, he's the rifle one, he's an assailant. I forgot his fucking name, but oh man, he's so good in the movie. That movie's great. It's two hours of pure fire, like just fire. Couldn't turn it off. I watched it so many times. It's such a good movie. If y'all didn't see it yet, it's on Netflix. The harder they fall, son. And there's a song in the at the end, towards the end. It's called Black Skin Mile. It's it's a scene in particular where the song plays. And when I tell you, I cried so hard, so hard. And I was like, what is this song doing to me? And it, it, the way the song plays, what's happening in the scene, and then you see Jonathan Major's face, and then you see Idris Elba's eyes. Oh, my God. It's just some type of dope shit. It's so dope. And there's an Easter egg in the movie where they are on a train, like a freight steam engine, you know, them old school trains. And they walking past it, and the train says, C.A. Bozeman. Chadwick Aaron Bozeman. They put a whole train named after him. And even at the um, pop-up, they made sure they had that train there, the C.A. Bozeman train. It was so fire to see them pay homage to Chad. Like, that was so dope. But if y'all have the time, please. I'm telling everybody, it is a Western with black people. And it's amazing. It's no fucking white main characters. It's all black, all us, all the time. All right? In this movie amazing make sure y'all watch it please and y'all know it's a sean carter production okay just letting y'all know
fabulous sports segment. Um, happy belated birthday to Fab. You know how we do. You know, <laughs> I can't name a segment after a nigga and I wish him a happy birthday. Plus, he's a Scorpio, so <laughs> happy birthday, Loso, in case you ain't know so. So, Drake and Kunye <laughs> have decided to squash the beef. The mediator of this beef is none other than Jay Prince. I need y'all to tell me what the fuck these grown men fascination is with Jay Prince. I especially Drake. I don't know why Drake is so like centered on keeping Jay Prince happy. I don't know what money he owe him. And I know he's some type of Houston OG. That's fine. I don't understand why these grown men bend to that nigga's will with such ease, but whatever. So, apparently, Kunye was on Drink Champs. I'm I'm not watching Drink Champs for two reasons. One is because I don't support Kunye anything he does. And two, I can't hear Nori interview. I fucking can't. He's the worst. He is the worst journalist that's not a journalist I have ever heard before. Oh, my God. He don't let you finish a thought. He don't let, he, he drinking all the time, making shots, and then he over here, and he's saying shit that nobody said. So you'll be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? So I just took a pic. Oh, you said the nigga dick? No, nobody said that. Wait, what? What? It's always fucking Nori. I cannot watch Drink Chance. I, I tried. The one Drink Chance I watched was the one with fucking um, Fab and Jada, and Puff came on. They talked about what happened in Vegas. And after that, I couldn't do no more because I just need to know what happened on that one. But besides that, I just I just can't watch Drink Champs. I'm sorry. It just doesn't work for me. He did a whole thing on Drink Champs, and then he said how signing Big Sean was the biggest mistake he ever made because they, cause he was on the um, side of Hillary Clinton and wasn't voting for him, and John Legend, too, and after all he's done for y'all, Kanye, shut the fuck up. That nigga has so many times where he talks out the side of his ass, and then y'all sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you know what he mean? He ain't lying. Where's the lie? And then two minutes later, this nigga's apologizing, saying he ain't mean it like that. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, Big Sean is very good. I love Big Sean. He's one of the best parts of good music. And now that he's no longer on good music, this is what you said. And according to Sean, he was just with him a couple of days before that, you ain't say no shit like that to him. Nothing. You pussy. He's so pussy. I can't stand him. God, he pussy. Either way. So, he's talking all the shit. And then, he read some type of letter. And Jay Prince read that to him, saying how he don't got no beef with Drake. And he wants to squash it. And the name of the release of their brother, Larry Hoover. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is my problem with that. Okay, I'm all for black unity and us coming together as a people. Fuck the justice system. I'm all for that. And I don't, I don't believe in black on black crime. I don't think that's where I think crime is provincial. Is what it is. My issue is some niggas got to go to jail and some niggas got to die. That's just the long and the short of it. Murder is literally a very it's it's a crime that you can you can do within reason. Like niggas can see why you would murder somebody. Like, oh, I see why you killed him. I get it. I see why he had to die. 
rape is one of them unforgivable crimes. If you rape somebody, you're a fucking monster, you're a creep. There's nothing you can do about it. You're a fucking monster. I don't care what nobody says. Because there's no, there's no logic and reasoning behind why you had to rape somebody. But with murder? Yeah. So, some niggas do have to die. I get it. And some niggas have to be in jail. They should be in jail. They are menaces to society. Keep them locked up. Larry Hoover is one of them niggas that got to be in jail. Because I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You think the frame and the, the, the structure of Chicago gangland will be what it was? If Larry Hoover didn't start most of that shit, like I'm not saying he started all gangs. I'm just saying that nigga made Chicago gangbanging a thing. Niggas is dying in Chicago at rapid fucking speed because of the the GD and all this extra shit. That son, you want him to be free for what? I know he's an older gentleman, but the turmoil that that nigga started is going on today. Today. 50, 60 years later, niggas are still dying on names of blocks that nobody owns. And you want to free him? Keep that nigga. And I mean that with everything in me. Keep that nigga. If Alpo was home, I mean, wasn't home before he died, if he was in jail for the rest of his life, I'd have said to keep that nigga too. Like, he had 14 bodies on him. Keep that nigga where he at. I don't care what nobody say. You can justify one, maybe two killings, maximum two. It's <laughs> maximum. At the third kill, I'm going to be wondering what the fuck are you doing to put yourself in this position to be killing random niggas at will. But 14 of them, like Alpo, that nigga got to stay there. I'm sure Larry Hoover has a fucking small cemetery of, of dead people. And yeah, that nigga needs to stay where the fuck he at. But they are doing this show. Apparently, they're putting on a concert to free him. <laughs> and I, it's going to be Kouye featuring Drake. And I'm, I am not, <laughs> I don't want to see no part of it. I don't. I feel like it's going to be awkward. I feel like Kanye does shit just to, just to click bait and just to shock people, like shock value. I really cannot stand him. I, but I can't stand y'all more. Them Kanye fans. I can't stand y'all more than I can't stand him. Like, y'all just be like, oh, the dick sucking got the all-time high when it comes to him for y'all. So it's like, oh, no, you don't understand Kanye. Shut up. Kanye don't understand Kanye. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So <laughs> there's that. Um, by, by all means, I don't know how I said it that hard just now, but by all means, um, keep Larry Hoover. I would I would hope nobody frees that nigga. Um, next. There's a, a former Jet named Zach Stacy. So, I'm not a Jets fan. I am a Patriots fan, so. He is by far, like, the, the video was ridiculous. I wouldn't say by far, because I'm sure there are other fucking monsters like him that just beat women. But to see the footage and see how easily he was tossing that woman his ex-girlfriend and his baby's an infant so they had to just break up like just break up and we're gonna get into shit like that in a second and he is tossing her around like she's a football like like literally throwing her against walls smacking her punching her all types of shit and the baby's like within inches away there is a special hell for you niggas that 
treat women and hit women like they fucking linebackers. And knowing she ain't going to do nothing to hurt you back because she can't. Physically, she can't. He is huge. Like, when the, when she released the tape, I just couldn't. Like, it, and it's sad because I'm like, nah, I can't believe that. Not saying that he wasn't, like, a kind of person like that because I actually never heard of him before this, to be very honest with you. But to see somebody just, like, toss someone around like that, oh, my God, it's disgusting. They found him. And they charged him. I'm just so glad that she had that tape. Because, you know, our baby's five months. You have that baby, your baby, by the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no no justification that. It's your baby. And you watch, and that baby's sitting there while you fucking his mother up? Are you serious? Apparently, his hand size is eight and a half inches. His wingspan is almost six feet. And I'm trying to look for his size. He has a size 8 shoe. So I'm trying to figure out how tall or big this nigga is because he does not seem big. But he looks humongous in that fucking video. He's 5'8"? That man 5'8", 216? Shit. He was sure moving like a nigga who was 320 and 612. God damn. But he has been arrested, thank God. Oh, she finds healing. I hope that baby don't remember nothing about this, man, because that, that is traumatic for anybody. Um, I'm just so glad they caught him, and it's it's undeniable. You know what I'm saying? It's undeniable what he just said, girl. And she's white, so he's definitely going to get the book thrown at him. I'm not saying that, you know, white women deserve that. I'm just saying, you know, the justice system. He'll definitely be brought to justice for that. It's just It's just so sad. It was brutal. To see that happen to her. Um, I think her name is Kristen. Kristen Evans. Yes, Kristen Evans. So, prayers up to Kristen Evans. Hope we get some healing, girl. And Summer Walker. <laughs> Summer Walker's album. So, there's so many people saying, oh, I, I'm not really feeling that album. I like the first one. What I really like about this new album is because it's the stages of her relationship with London. You know how you break up, like an artist break up with a nigga, so everything that reminds them of that nigga is gone. Like whatever song that they had, nope, I don't want that on my album. It's just that fuck it. I'm a, it's either that I'm going to get over him record or I'm going to cry my sleep record, whatever. It's literal stages. Like the first song is my favorite. I love Bitter. That is my favorite. And it's like the stages. So on Bitter, she's saying, you know, London, your baby mother is basically like in our business, whatever. And how this, you know what I'm saying? Like how is Shorty just so involved? And basically she's talking to the baby mother. And she's saying these bitches is bitter and mad that he with me. And we locked in for life. And I'm like, and they not together. So I'm like, oh, so she kept this on. That's what's up. And then gradually, it's like how they're together and they love each other. And then the problems come in. And then she see him for what he really is. And then she break it up. And now she's moving on. Dope shit, right? I love constant bullshit. Switch a nigga out. Broken promises. Session 33. Fourth baby mama. Don't she know she got so called fourth baby mama? Because she's a fourth baby mama and child. Child, 
she ends it with Ciara's prayer. So basically how Ciara was basically, I think she is a future for baby mother. Yep, she's a future for baby mother. And how she basically not only moved on to better, like she got her husband now, she got her kids with her husband, life is amazing. So it's Ciara's prayer then. It's mad. I love it. I love that album. She put her foot in that shit. London, London. London got credit on it for whatever reason. Um, apparently he still has some production work on it and he's a part of like her her label in, in a sense. So he still got like getting money off that. But she broke mad records. Like, good job. Good job, Summer. I love it, girl. I love it. These niggas will make you bitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You be sitting here. And then Cardi needs a voice note because there was a lot of drama going on in social media with like the second or third. I don't know which baby mother she is, but her name's Ebony something. So Cardi just left a voicemail saying, basically congratulating her if she was pregnant because the girl outed out her pregnancy and, you know, to make it about her and don't let these bitches get clout off you, whatever. Mind you, in this song, someone's saying, you're affectionate and you still can't pay rent. All this extra shit. So, the baby mother's like, oh, it's a good album. Y'all should stream it, whatever. But Cardi, bitch, keep my name out your mouth. Cardi don't fucking know your name, ma. Like, why are you inserting yourself in this shit? Some of y'all baby mothers be fucking dickheads. And I need y'all to know that. Mind your business. If it don't concern your child, shut the fuck up. And and at the end of the day, it wasn't Cardi who said that. It was Summer. I'm not on no fucking Section 8, so watch what the fuck you say to me. She didn't say it. You just want to be involved in some way. You want to be a part of something so bad. Like, why? Better why? All right, but if y'all want to do it, listen. I love it. Still over by Summer Walker. Make sure y'all tune into that shit. Okay, so this happened last week. I know everybody's been talking about it. And you know how the attention span of the internet is like a net. But it's it's deeper conversation that should go into this. And I, I was like, nah, I really got to discuss this because it's a lot of shit that people not understanding, like with dynamics. And... I'm just I'm just bothered by like a lot of little things about this story. So last week the baby goes on live, the baby the rapper goes on live saying how he's trying to get Danny Lay, the girl that has been pregnant all year, who had a baby. We didn't, he didn't say nothing about whose baby it is, whatever other shit. Like, he just dropped a hint, said he got three daughters now, whatever. 
he's trying to get out the house and she's being violent and he just wants her to go, right? So in her hand is that three-month-old baby girl. So he's on live, pretty much trying to embarrass her. So about, oh, I just want video. I want people to see. You could just record it in your phone if that's how you felt. If you felt like you were in danger, but whatever. So then she goes on live. By the way, if you guys are having any kind of issues, personal issues, please don't address it to the world. Please don't. Please don't invite people into your, your business that way because everything's up for grabs. I'm just saying. So the girl, Danny Lay, is on live now. So she's on live and she's saying how they've been together since she was, because they, they were together last year. They were together. She got pregnant and he dipped, you know, niggas going nigga. So when he left when she got pregnant and then she was like eight, nine months pregnant and she, to her thing, she said that she and him got together. She wanted to make it work because she wanted her baby to have a father and she wanted to be a family, all this extra shit, right? Which is what a lot of women want. It's a lot. It's a thing. It's not a, it's not a lie. So... And he asked her to stay there with them so they could basically be a family with him in North Carolina. But he hasn't been home because, you know, he's a rapper, but it's his house in North Carolina. So he goes, oh, before we even get into that, she's on live. His baby mother, the first one, mind you, Danny Lay's his third baby mother. There is a child in between his first baby mother and Danny Lay. For some reason, his baby mother, Mimi, is, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. That bitch has been obsessed with her from the very beginning. She don't say nothing about the other girl, but I think because Jenny Lay has a platform, she says something about her. So, she says something like, like, Buenas Noches, whatever that shit that um, Carisha said on her song, right? Basically, like, good night, bitch. Right? Mind you, the nigga played you. Like, you so mad at her, he played you. Apparently, he, she said that they wasn't together when um, she got with the baby. And even if that's a lie, he still had a whole other baby on you. And so you worry about the wrong shit. You mad at her. You need to be mad at that nigga. Plain and simple. That's why. So I wake up in the morning. You know, so now keep a track. The baby went live. Danny Lay went live. And the baby mother posted some type of shit on her story. I wake up, and the baby mother goes on live. Ma'am, this ain't, is, is your daughter at that house? This ain't got a damn thing to do with you. So what are you on live for? That's my main question. Who the fuck asked you? So she goes on live. From what I saw, she said a whole bunch of nothing. What, what you here for? No. Because Danny Lay said, every time something happens, this girl has something to say to me. Because you do. You got something to say about me. You fucking do. Y'all going to have to just fight at this point. Because there ain't no way in the world every time I say something on that you sell me, bitch. No, no possible way. So she going to the internet and say, oh, that's extra shit. Now, oh, by the way, I think this is what made me really empathize with Danny Lay. Because Danny Lay, I believe, is 26. And when I was her age, I found myself saying the same thing. And she said, dear God, please, please help me stop loving him because I'm completely in love with him. But this shit ain't it. And I promise you, if you haven't had to say that prayer yet, 
good. It's good for you. Because when I said it, I was at the bottom of bottoms. I was at the lowest of lows. And I pleaded with God to please just make, make me not love this nigga no more. Please, God, if you love me in any way, please make me stop loving him. I think that's when it struck a, a chord with me, for real. Because that shit, that's a different kind of hurt, and it's a different kind of pain. So, after the big mother going live, here go the baby. Now he's saying she's a certified side bitch, and she knew what she was. Nigga, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you why you little niggas got the game fucked up. Because according to my definition, ain't nobody no side bitch. You posted her on your page, you put her in songs. You took her away for her birthday. You documented everything on your fucking Instagram. And she was the only bitch on your Instagram the whole time y'all was together. And if she a certified side chick, how the fuck is she living in your house for the past three months? Side chicks don't live in your house. What the fuck are y'all little niggas talking about? Because I see too many folks like, oh, y'all think because we got a baby together and we say I love you and we decided to third that we together. Nigga, if y'all don't grow the fuck up and play with me if you want to. Play with me if you want to. I, that shit is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, we not together. All right, nigga. All right. And when I fuck somebody in this house, don't say nothing. She, she lucky. Because she said that. So she's not from there. I think she's from L.A. And she baby, because they were like, oh, why she don't go home? Because she's not from there. She has a small ass baby. So now she got to get her shit situated, get her baby situated, and go to fucking L.A. in the dead of the night because this nigga want new pussy to entertain. And then somebody said some shit to the effect of, oh, she could have left the baby there. I'm not leaving my baby with that nigga. And I'm not saying don't leave the baby with the father. I'm saying if I got to get the fuck out this house, I'm taking my child too. What the, we are a package deal. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? So I, so I got to come back and pick her up? No. I'm going to take her with me. You do whatever you got to do. That's fine. I'll take my baby with me if you want to see your child. You come get her. It's that simple. Come get her. Because you won't tell me you get the fuck out. All right, I'm going to get the fuck out. I'm taking my kid, though. It's a three-month-old baby. You fucking crazy? That baby, and I don't know if she nursing or not, but at that age, that baby needs a fucking mother. So now you're calling a certified side, but just, just furthering with the disrespect and the embarrassment. Further, right? And that says something to the effect about needing to go to Maury. All this extra shit. So that's not your baby now? That's not your baby now? Listen, she is better than me. The baby would have got hit with the PS5. I'd have fucked that nigga up. I don't give a fuck how many bodies he caught in Walmart. I'd have caught my first one. The minute you're going to allow saying some shit like that and you feel like you're brave enough, they're going to watch me knock you outside the head with a fucking skillet, nigga. I'm not that bitch you're going to play this shit with. I, I grew up off left eye. This whole shit gonna be on fire when I leave. And then I'll get the next nigga to pick me up with the baby. Fuck out of here. What you mean, nigga? <laughs> Yo, I'm, just, I'm so mad. I'm sorry. I'm just so mad. Because I can't understand. I can't fathom that. That girl is, when you are pregnant, I'm not saying everybody gets postpartum depression, but your hormones go through something. You know what I'm saying? Your hormones, your body's not the same. You just push the whole human being out. You're not going to feel like the person you were before. You have to readjust. It's a lot of things that you have to do. And it's so many people that don't empathize with her because she made a fucking song called Yellow Bone. Let me explain something to y'all. 
I call my area the red bone action because I'm a red bone. My middle name is red. My favorite color is red. I call myself red all the fucking time. She's yellow. She's Dominican, but she's yellow. And also, Dominicans don't talk like that. Dominicans, are they racist? Absolutely. And the darkest ones be 20 white. Absolutely. But let's be clear. That fucking country bumpkin nigga from North Carolina probably told her she was yellow bone. And she put it in the song. I don't even think she thought that much of it. I, I talked about it before when the song came out. I think it was an ignorant thing to do. But ignorance meaning that she doesn't know what's going on. Ignorance isn't disrespect. She didn't understand. She didn't realize that it would bother people. But there's also a song going around called Brown Skin Girl. Okay. Nobody's mad about Brown Skin Girl. The fuck y'all mad about Yellow Bones for? I don't get it. Oh, it's a whack song. Then let it be a whack song. I get that. But for women, and this is my problem with women, we are selectively, um, what's the word? We selectively fuck with who we want to fuck with. I know it's a better word for that, but I ain't find it yet. All right, we are selective with the size that we want to take. And it's like, oh, no, she called, oh, yeah, I ain't forget that yellow bone song so good for her. So you mean, oh, and Karma came back to her. So Karma came back to her because she made a song about being yellow? The bitch is yellow. Her hair yellow, too. That's Karma? So she's going to be treated like dog shit after she had a fucking baby because she made a song called Yellow Bone? If y'all get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. And, it, and apparently that song ain't going nowhere. What y'all mad at? Y'all gave that song way more play than it deserved. Everybody talked about it so much. I wanted to hear it. I said, oh, it is a bad song. What the fuck? That, that's what y'all mad at? And I'm telling you, that nigga, the baby's the one who said, oh, my little yellow bone. I'm, I know he called her that. Because that's some down south shit. I ain't never heard of yellow bone. I heard a high yellow. I heard a red bone. I ain't never heard of yellow bone. That got to be some North Carolina shit. And I'm, my family is Geechee, and I ain't never heard that shit before. You know what I'm saying? And there's too many women, oh, well, I don't feel bad for her. And we don't feel bad for you when Trayvon forget to pay the child support. We don't feel bad for you when fucking Tyreek said, nah, I'm good. I ain't going to watch the baby this week. I don't feel bad for you bitches either. Nah. Nope, y'all deserve it for whatever shit y'all did before, too, because everybody's perfect. Everybody perfect. Nobody make mistakes. Nobody do nothing wrong. So, in, in y'all mind, you deserve whatever happened to you, no matter how terrible it is. You deserve whatever happened to you. Y'all could kiss my ass with that shit. That girl ain't deserved that shit at all. She did not. And I feel so bad for her, man. She young, three-month-old baby. That nigga tried to kick you out with no place to fucking go in the city you're not even from. And y'all can't empathize with that? Y'all can't find it in your heart to be like, damn, that's sad? Is fuck her off rip because she made a fucking stupid song that y'all don't even listen to? Like, come on. That's the shit that bothers me. And with men, you fucking men. Let me explain something, y'all. I don't want to have a kid because I that time I told y'all I was sick before and I had, like, pregnancy symptoms, that week my life was hell. And I was like, I can't see myself doing this for nine months. I could barely make it through five days. And so if somebody knew this for nine months, going through shit I went through for five days, after that, I said, nope, I don't need no kids. I'm good. I'm not getting pregnant. 
So what y'all need to understand is, because men act like they know, but y'all don't fucking know. Y'all think, oh, yeah, we had a baby, we together, we good, or we had a baby, we not going to work out, it's fine. She's bugging out, she acting stupid. Postpartum depression is so real, and y'all niggas will never feel it, because it's not for y'all to feel it, because y'all will never carry a child. But y'all sit here and just want to call somebody crazy and say this person's too demanding, or this is happening, and she ain't listening. And she don't want to do this. How goddamn dare y'all? A woman puts herself to the brink of death every time she gives birth. And this is what my problem is with you women. Stop giving every nigga a fucking baby. These niggas don't deserve that part of you. They don't deserve a little you. They don't deserve you dying damn near to, to push it out. They don't be deserving this shit. They don't deserve to have you fucking teetering the t- life and death for a child that they probably ain't going to take care of. I'm not talking about old man. I'm talking about you deadbeats who have no fucking way. It's like, nah, I'm not going to take care of my kid. I'm good. You niggas who already checked out at the fucking pregnancy test is who I'm talking to. All right? Y'all have no idea what these women go through. They be sitting up crying. I worked at the hospital one time and it was two different postpartum patients that I had when I was in the um, maternity unit. One didn't want nothing to do with her baby. She was on her phone the whole time. The baby had to stay out with me because the baby needed some kind of touch. The baby was not getting, the mother would not touch it. Just wouldn't touch it. And referring to the baby, it, I think it's a boy actually, he's a boy. Beautiful boy too, beautiful baby boy. The mother was like, oh, you can take it that way, take it to the nursery, I don't want it. The whole three days she was there, that baby was an it. Postpartum depression. I don't know if she didn't want it, but they were saying that she was actually going through depression because the father didn't show up like he said he would. So it could have been that. Then there was another lady who all she did was cry. She couldn't do nothing but cry. Sad. Just cried. And it wasn't a happy cry like, oh, I had my first baby. It was a sob. The entire day I sat there and heard her just sob until she went to sleep. And she would wake up fucking sobbing. This is what they go through. This is what women go through every time they push a kid out the fucking birth canal. But y'all ain't shit asses. How dare you just treat them like they disposable, man. They not. She's not. Women are life givers. The fact that you can't even respect that. It shows how much y'all truly don't deserve. <laughs> the fucking sons and daughters that y'all have. Because if y'all had to go through what a woman goes through to push that child out, there would be no kids. There would be no children. As simple as that. Y'all wouldn't be able to take that kind of pain. Y'all don't take that, the contractions, all that, the labor. But mind you, we are thrice as likely, thrice as likely to die giving birth than white women are because the medical community doesn't respect us either. So the medical community doesn't respect us. They think we have a higher threshold of pain. And then the men that impregnate us aren't there when we need them and make and, and treat us like we're just fucking terrible social pariahs because we're sad and we're hurt and we're upset because we our hormones are out of whack. And, and the hormones are out of whack for a while. The postpartum could last up until baby's four years old. When you hear stories about mothers drowning their kids and mothers doing this, it's because they're so depressed they don't see a way out. And they take their kids with them. And a lot of that can be avoided by having a partner that gives a fuck. 
Just just the partner that gives a fuck that cares. A lot of it can be avoided. Please, please be careful who you have children with. Women, be careful who you put your life on the line for. Every time you have a child, you are putting your life on the line. Men too, be careful who you have kids with. Just because she's a woman does not make her a good mother. Just because she's the mother of your kids does not make her a good mother of your kids. And vice versa. That nigga could have six kids and be a shit dad to yours. He sure can. He could be the, the daddy to everybody else. No many niggas be the best stepdad in the world and they kids ain't seen them since the Knicks won a playoff game. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Childbirth is too serious for people to be taking it so lightly and frivolously. It is. And I know people are like, oh, we're pregnant. I'm so happy we're having a baby. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. Life is beautiful. But you have to raise that life with someone. who is he capable of being there for 18 years? At least? Because my parents are still very active, and I'm twice that age. Are you capable? Is he capable? Can you talk to him about what's going on with your kid? Can you depend on her to nurture and love your child? Can you depend on him to nurture and love your child? Can you depend on either one to provide for your baby? And your mental health, can he keep your mental health in check? I would be terrified if I got pregnant because, and it's not like I'm not, I don't think he'd be a good dad. It's, I feel like if you get pregnant and the man does not show up the way you thought he would show up, that would fuck with me. My mental health would not be the same because I have a whole person depending on me now and I thought we was in this together. And if we're not in this together, this is a burden that I'm, I don't think I could bear. And I know your child's not supposed to be a burden, but it is. You have to feed it, close it, take care of it. Make sure it goes to sleep. Make sure it's alive. Your job every year, your baby's birthday is your anniversary of keeping a fucking person alive every year. Okay? That's really, it's really your celebration. Look at that. I can't keep a plant alive, but that little nigga running around my house. Look at him. Look at him thriving. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... It's so many things that come with having a child. And I feel like people don't take a lot of things into consideration. It's, it's so, people take it so lightly and it shouldn't be. That's a heavy thing to do. And that's what kills me when people are like, oh, I don't want to get married, but I have a baby with you. Nigga, a marriage is actually a lot less temporary than a baby. <laughs> we can get divorced and never speak to each other again, never see each other again, sign a paper you know, divvy shit up and going about our merry way. If we got a kid, we got to see each other at this graduation. <laughs> we got to see that baby girl prom, baby girl other graduation, baby girl, baby, her son wedding. <laughs> shit. <laughs> when they have a kid, this cycle keep going. Kids is permanent. <laughs> they are forever <laughs> until you die. You know what I'm saying? Until you go, your kid is your responsibility. And the person you had a kid with is a person that you just, you're just stuck with forever. Why y'all don't want to get married? 
<laughs> Why y'all don't want to get married, but y'all want to have kids? Like, that shit's so crazy to me. I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I want to have a kid with you. Nigga, same shit. What's the difference? Like, what's the fucking difference? I don't understand that. We're say not even the same shit. That shit way more serious. That's a whole nother life. Yeah, add in. At least when you marry, you put your two lives together, y'all becoming one. No, with kids, you just adding a third. <laughs> no. That shit is not simple. And it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Just be careful who you have fucking kids with. And to Danny Lay, girl, I pray healing over your heart. I have been there. Thank God I ain't had no kids. But I know what it's like to pray to God <laughs> to get you out of what he put you in, to get you out of what this man has done to you. I was so jaded after that. And it was like I was in a relationship with people I shouldn't have been in with because I was just trying to get my mind off him. I was just dealing with niggas that wouldn't have had a chance with me any other time. But I needed this nigga off my mind. And I was 25, 26 years old. I'm 10 years older now, and that shit will not happen again. But I, I know her feeling. I know that pain. I know that hurt. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I really wouldn't, man. So healing to Danny Lay. And shout out to Summer Walker, because Summer Walker said, oh, no, whatever you need, sis, hit me up. And I'm dead serious. The baby mothers was united, okay? This week was the week for the baby mothers to join forces like Voltron. Shout out to Summer for that. But yeah, let's see if she like took heed to that. But anyway, this has been According to Fox. So tune in now. We're about to have the weekly hustle. Our weekly hustle comes from a meme off Twitter, and it reads, Childbirth is too deadly to be doing it for a man who doesn't love you properly. This has been According to Fox. See y'all next week.